This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. A very popular scripture to start with this morning. And that is, if you don't know that scripture, you are not born again. What is the scripture? Who told you? It's not the only scripture in the Bible that. <laughs> anyway, you are correct. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's read together. Stand before we take our seat. John three sixteen. If you don't know John, you don't need to look at your Bible. Let me check your neighbor. If he doesn't know John three sixteen, altar call will soon be made for them. Hallelujah. The Bible says, "For God." Regarding son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have hallelujah. Can somebody shout, I believe? I, believe. I, will, never I will never perish. I have I have everlasting life. This is quite straightforward, right? For God so that was so God so loved the world. Ah. Something, he had this strong affinity. God so, he was so attracted to the world. There was this pull that he was like, what do I do? Bible said that he gave his only begotten son. God said that I have lost the world to disobedience, to sin, to Satan. And he had made it said, the God of this world, I must recover the world back. And every day, Angels in heaven that were created before man will ask Papa God, Why, why, what's going on? I love the world. And I want to try to explain a little what exactly does God love about the world? What did he love then that made him to do what he did that he still loves now about the world? For God, so it would have been better to say, God loved the world. God so loved. You, you, you love that car so much that you empty your accounts. You love that girl so much. Hope she didn't say no eventually. You love that so much that you, you took all your salary to buy her iPhone. <laughs> you can see that. God bless you. Hallelujah. <laughs> you, you, for God so loved the world. That he gave. Wow. That's it. That's why we, we, we go out to share this message. But see, beyond this message being used for salvation, it also teaches us that we can do something when we love something and we cannot get it. This is why, that's not my direction today, but this is why their teaching on sin principle applies to the body of Christ. Even God did not force the world to come to himself. Even God didn't do anything about He, he wanted the world. And was like, hey, Lord, what's happening? I want the world. So he had something precious. He gave that precious his only begotten. And now we have many begotten of the Father. 
So Jesus Christ, until his death, was the only begotten of the Father. But right now, Jesus is the first begotten. So no wonder I said, I think it's in John 20. Let me look for the verse. After resurrection, and Mary came to the sepulchre and they saw Jesus there. She thought he was a gardener. Because if any man being Christ is a new creation, Jesus was the first person to be born from death. So she could not recognize him again. Even though this was the same Mary that Jesus drove out seven evil spirits from and they were very close. But when she saw Jesus after resurrection, the Bible said that we have known Christ in the flesh. First Corinthians chapter 5, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, henceforth we know him no more. If any man be in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5, 16. So when Mary saw Jesus, she didn't recognize him again. She thought she was talking to a gardener. And Jesus said, woman, why weepest thou? Warm secret. She's supposing him to be a gardener. Says, sir, if thou hast born him, else, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Then Jesus said, he called her name. All of a sudden, ah, this is what every man is really looking for. What every woman, people will dread anything to be able to hear the voice of God accurately. But I want to show that it's available. This is what people are longing for, to hear God. But hearing God is based on one thing, and that's what I want to share briefly today. You know, so Jesus called her name, said Mary. When Jesus called her, something happened to her. And that thing will always happen to you when Jesus calls you also. There will be a change from within. The scales will fall off. All scales are always falling off when you hear the voice of the master. So can you imagine, the Bible says she turned. I believe this was not a physical turning because you don't talk to somebody backing the person. So she was talking to Jesus. She said, Mr. Gardner, do you know where you have laid the body? And Jesus said, Mary. And the Bible says she turned. She wasn't talking to Jesus like this. So when, <laughs> you understand? So that turning couldn't have been a physical turning. When Jesus called her name, she turned from natural to spiritual. Her eyes were open and she recognized that it was Jesus, not a gardener. Is somebody with me? Can I hear amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. There will be many turnings this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus said, Mary, and then look at the next thing. Touch me not. Not that he was against hugging, but because he needed to do a business with his blood that time. A mortal man must not touch him. He said, go to my brethren. Ah! That's a strong word. Oh Lord, help us today. And say unto them, I have sent to my father and your father. The beginning of something unusual. Your father? In John 14, as he, he, he told so much about his father, Philip said that, you know what? Show us this father and we'll be okay. And Jesus said, Philip, are you asking for the father you are seeing me? He that sees me has seen the father. Because the father was mysterious to them. He was mysterious to everybody in Old Testament. The best they knew, they knew that there was one God in Old Testament. But father, the first time Jesus called God his father, in John chapter 5, stones were flying all over his head. The Pharisees couldn't take it. You call God your father? And I explained in the first service what they were used to. And this is where I want to take it from now. What they were used to was the consuming fire of the Old Testament. And where we read the first service, we read Hebrew chapter 9, and the Bible talks about, it starts from verse 7 to 9, that the first tabernacle, you know, 
But at the second tabernacle, at the second court, only the high priest will enter. So in the tabernacle of Moses, you add the outer court and you have inner court and you have holies of holy. Now, priests were in other places. Sons of Aaron, Levites. But the high priest only would enter the holies of holy once in a year after pouring blood on himself. And before entering the ritual required, he will tie a rope around himself and he will put a bed beside the rope and he will leave the end of the rope outside. Because that only of only the present there was highly concentrated. Any mistake by Aaron, he will die there. And if he should die, nobody will rescue him. So the rope that he left outside, they will use it to pull him out. And the purpose of the bell was to know if Baba was still alive or not. Did you get that? So when they heard the bell, they saw that that means because nobody could enter. That was the presence of God was locked up there. And everybody wanted to have a bit of this. So that was Old Testament. And I explained that sons of Aaron just made a mistake one day. Offered, maybe uh, they were supposed to take the fire from the altar and light this place. Then they took matches or lighter and put lights. And the two of them died immediately. And I explained. God was not wicked. You are talking about two incompatible. No, God was God. There were mortals. A lion is not wicked. Even if you leave your baby and it tears the baby, you cannot accuse the lion of wickedness. That is how they feed. After all, you two eat fish, you eat chicken, and you kill them. So imagine all the chicken guarding at the front of your house one day for a massive protest. Woman beast, you are, you are not God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You kill. You kill ram. And many of you watch as they are putting the knife and you partake. Oh, where is your holiness? <laughs> Hallelujah. Have you ever felt sorry for these animals that you kill? And in spite of my message, some of you are still going to eat meat after service. How wicked are thou? You are not changing. You back and I have chicken. <laughs> That's what you're going to say in Anitri. Next meeting. Or next, next minute. So, the same way. God was God. And the Bible says, our God is a consuming fire. There was something yet to happen to man. So, man couldn't. So, Moses said, you know, let's read this way. Hebrews chapter 12. Let's see that experience on uh, Mount Sinai. And what Moses said. So after a while, God said to Moses that they want me to talk to them. I'm going to talk to all of them. <laughs> they didn't know the meaning of God talking to man. And all of them were happy. They came out with their children to Mount Sinai. Even though they fasted for three days and washed their garments. And then they said, okay, today we are going to know the God that Moses goes up to talk to. And Moses and God came down. The Bible says that, let's start from verse 18 or so. Um, from verse 18, please. Praise the Lord. Are, are you following this? Is somebody following me today? It's a beautiful to be born again. Say, you have not come to the mountain that might be touched, that born with fire, nor into blackness and darkness and tempest. God came down Mount Sinai, a part of it looked like fire, a part of it looked like a dark cloud upon the mountain. And for three days or so, the trumpet was blowing. When the people came out, they couldn't take it. The Bible said the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words, which the voice they heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. 
God had not started. The first thing he said, the old camp vibrated. The people said to Moses, you know what? <laughs> Let's follow the former arrangement. You go up. Hear God. Come and tell us what he says. We can't stand it. And that was the glory in a condensed form or in a reduced form. The Bible says, just came down myself like it comes. And God said, if an animal should touch the mountain, kill the man, animal immediately. That was why Uzzah died also. He put his hand on the ark. He was trying to help the ark stumble and the guy wanted to stabilize it and he died. Because mortal men, the moment Adam lost that thing, and that was where we started from, the moment Adam lost it, man and God became totally incompatible. Oh, hallelujah. When Adam saw that he was naked, why didn't he know before? There was a glory for a man to approach God and not die. For a man to approach God and have a good time. Something has to cover you. So the blood of a spotless animal could cover the high priest once in a year to enter that presence. You follow first service message. Because I, I'm sorry, because of that. Just for one year. But for you, the, <laughs> the blood of Jesus covers you forever. So that you can approach the Father at any time. And there is no, there is no possibility of fire falling on you. Somebody say amen. Because you yourself, you are already born of fire. Glory to God. We will look a little more into Hebrew, what Jesus did at that tabernacle. But for now, I'm just saying. So you have to understand, that was what happened. So what is the Father looking for? For God so loved the world. One of the things we can get from this before I move forward is that it teaches, which I said earlier. Don't wait while you want something to happen. I gave a message last Sunday. Believers make things happen. When it has to do with the need, find out the seed you have. Sir, not even God was spared from this. He did not say, I am the Almighty, I want the over, so the over come to me. When he wanted the word and the thing pained him, I want the word. He took his only begotten, so he said, What? Take. And now he has many begottings. Because the Bible says, Except the corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. When he dies, he brings so much food. This is why those who find it difficult to explore this thing, that it's, it's our demonstration of faith at times, to take our hands off our stumps and give it out. In faith, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, that there might be more. It's ordinary men cannot understand, but I'm just showing that God started it. And it's, it's an equal. God wanted, so he wanted the word that he gave. If you want something, there is something you can give. But that's not our focus today. Just accept that from that scripture. Is that scripture enough? Yes, sir. Is, that, is that clear enough? So what keeps people back is fear. Fear. They hold on to what is even insufficient, but they still hold on to it. It is fear. Ah, they are thinking, what will I do now if I do this? If you are part of, a God, God, part of God's family and they are doing a project and they ask you, it's an opportunity. I can't, say, I can't say that long enough. It's an opportunity. Don't let fear keep you back. You'll keep watching. Ah, if I, no, so, so, this is 100,000. So what do I do? I can, and it's not sufficient. You can't pay your rent. You can't pay anything. And you are still holding it. Whatever is not enough for what you want to do, turn it to a seed. I've experimented this time without normal, and I'm telling you the truth. Not only as an individual, the leaders know it. We've done it as a church many times. That's how we move. That's the truth. We are not going to sit there for and be waiting. Waiting for breakthrough to happen one day. You don't wait. God didn't wait. He gave his only because He said, oh, son, you have to go. And now he has many sons. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
That's always, always like that. Praise the Lord. You cannot keep in your kitchen a corn. In the time of famine, you are looking at it, a corn. Number one, that corn has to leave you. It has to enter the ground. You bear That means you've lost it. Then it begins to grow. Is that right? It's a simple equation. But that's why I focus. Are, are you following me? Fuck, because it's annoying people all over. They say things. But this is the way Christianity is designed. As long as you can find scriptures that this is what the word of God says, we can't go against because of the noise outside. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. For God so loved the world. Oh my God. Genesis chapter 3. And Genesis chapter 3. Let's start from around verse 8. You know the beginning of the story. And they heard the voice of the Lord. God walking in the garden. In the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves. From what? First service I spoke about the present being shut up in the holies of holy. And that when Jesus died and the curtain was rent from head to bottom, the holies have been opened. The presence left that place. If you go to Israel now, the presence is no more in the tabernacle. The presence is in Jesus and Jesus is in you. Glory to God. Isn't it amazing? And I explain. Great for service message. If you understand technology, you understand what God has done. In the days of pipe organ, very big in Orthodox church, remember pipe organ? Only one sound. All the sound in pipe organ, plus hundreds of other sound are inside this small keyboard. How did God do that? Something that was killing people in the tabernacle, God recorded it because of Jesus Christ and put it inside every Christian. Hallelujah. Whatever the present, the power in that holy or holy is available in every life here. Hallelujah. This is why I'm sharing. This. We need to be aware of these things. When you know there is a kind of audacity you have, there is a kind of authority over demons. That is why some don't live in fear at all and they don't go. When I got born, I did not, it did occur to me. Thank God it did not occur to me to look for deliverance. I was in a garment. I mean, I drank only water. I drank egg. I was surrounded with candles. I took my bath in the river. I did all that. But when we got born again, salvation was so real that we didn't remember to do deliverance and I've not remembered for 26 years. So I will get born again and say, there is this incision on my body. We need to, that's how you empower demons. If any man be in Christ, you are already delivered because you are translated from darkness to light. Is it wrong to pray? No. See, it's a lesser truth. Go for higher truth. We pray. I've done liberty. We do that for those who don't understand. But ideally, you should understand that once you are out of darkness to light, there's no need for deliverance. There's no bondage in light. Can I hear amen? If I got born again, they would have told me the same thing. Ah, you did this. Your, ah, you did this. They put this on you. They buy ah, you need deliverance. But light just check out the demons. Or whatever happening. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. They heard the voice of God in the evening. Oh, this is what I'm saying this morning. It was God looking for. Now you begin to understand where we started from. For God so loved you. What does he love? He loved the world then. What did he love then that he still loves now? What does he love now about man, about this world? Obviously, it's not the skyscraper we have. There are better buildings in heaven. Not the seas, not anything. God longs for one thing. The very reason why he created man is still what he's looking for, fellowship. God cannot fellowship with angels. Are you aware of this? Angels receive commands. No angel can tell God, I love you. Ah, Lord, you know, I'm waiting for the day we come back on Sunday. If we go along this message for like next one hour, I believe 
all sick will be healed and those who have any spirit trouble to decide where the word of God is being shared with power demons bow and they leave as Peter was talking down the corner the Bible said the Holy Ghost fell upon everybody we don't wait at times enough because it takes time and time to get there something has to happen to your spirit on the road to Emmaus Jesus was talking to two guys they didn't see immediately after while their hearts started burning in them and they gave them bread and their eyes were opened like to Jesus and vanished out of their sights so there must be meetings where we come in the evening and we are looking at the word of God Already something is happening to some people here now. I'm sharing with you the word of this is this is powerful. He was looking for Adam. Adam, where are you? God's heart, he created man for fellowship. So when he looked at the angels, and none of them could say, I love you, and up to now they can't still say I love you. That's why that guy asked the Sam that what is man that thou am I full of? Or son of man. Angels had that question in heaven. David heard it. The angel, he heard it prophetically. The angel looked at God and said, Sorry, what is, what, what is man? That thou, I was, I was listening to Benny one that said that when he got born here as a Jewish boy and he just got born here newly, there were always like three or four angels in his room. He didn't know, he didn't know how to pray. He was always afraid of it. He said they'll be looking at him like this. And none of them spoke to him. He said, But the look on their faces were like, What does God want with this guy? Maybe they saw him snoring, waking up, going to the toilet, and they were wondering, What? 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 He said, every morning, don't look at me, kind of puzzled. Huh? Why did God ask us to stay with this guy? They still feel like that. They see us when we are eating a banner for. They see us when we are watching Chelsea, leading Mario 4 0. They see us when we are, when all those things are happening. They see us Sunday evening when we are watching. They see when we are arguing and we are saying that. Chelsea stays on fourth position and Arsenal and Man U are out. They see when we are discussing all those things. And they, they only cry only, only. So they wonder what is man? Yet, as we are traveling on the airspace, the Lord dispatches 1,000 of them. Oh God. <laughs> you put your clothes down. There are angels watching over it. And they are wondering. They are wondering. You are thinking dirty thoughts and they are guiding you. I want to feel like, oh, Lord, authorize us. Let's, <laughs> let's set this guy right. They can't do that. And then they are watching, you are coming late to church. And the demons are trying to arrange an accident. And they see that the, the order is, the order stands. Protect him at all costs. And they are like, what is man? What is man? They ask them to fast on, on Wednesday. You, you, you are hiding to heat. And the angel is saying, protect, protect. So what is man that thou art mindful of? Because of what God, God is obsessed with worship, but fellowship. Angels don't have, they are created to worship him, so they have no choice. But worship that is sweet is the one that is there. It's an option not to worship. It has to be done voluntarily. That is real worship. Hallelujah. And it is predicated upon fellowship. So God was looking for somebody. Have you, are you surprised that he's the one coming down? He was the one that came down in the evening to see them. He, he, he knew from everyone they had the fruit. He still came down. I believe God wanted Adam to just apologize and Adam never did. Have you not Adam and I said sorry? Because nobody repented in the Bible and God said no. Nobody. Everyone. The Bible said that for, it's not his will that any should pay the body should come to repentance. So when people repent, why is God quick to forgive? There is a part of God in every man. God loves fellowship. But you know what? They could not fellowship with him in Old Testament. Only Adam could. Because the glory covered him. So the consuming fire cannot work. You know, it's like 
you put up something. When you touch, the anointing and this presence can be rightly com compared with electricity. There, are, there is a way. If you touch a kind of voltage with your mortar and your hand is gone, and probably God help you that your life does not follow your hand. You know that kind of thing. There are places that you cannot touch. But there's something you can wear. And you touch successfully. Like that. So the glory of God upon them was the reason why, no matter how consuming God, the nature and everything, when he saw Adam and Eve, there was fellowship. He wasn't seeing their mortal body, something covered them. And when that thing left, he told the angels, send them out of the garden, and there was a flaming sword turning every direction. The, the fellowship cannot continue again. I am not bad, but I will kill them because I am fire. What, is, what made our fellowship compatible is no more there. So that cannot happen again. You can fly across the sea in your aeroplane. But if you come out of the aeroplane, you are in trouble. So God said, I see, it's not me. It's not that I am wicked. Something in me consumes mortal flesh. Except something is covering that flesh. So in notice Testament, said, so from that day, blood was instituted. Look for a spotless lamb. God started it. He killed animal and he used the skin of the animal to cover Adam and him. So that at least a little... But you know what? The presence, fellowship, and the voice disappeared. By the time we go to Hebrew chapter 1, the Bible says, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spoke to our fathers by the prophets. So God only selected a few people, did something to them. For the priests, they must wear, they must wear a particular type of uniform. They must keep putting blood upon themselves. I wonder how smelly that tabernacle would have been. Because every now and the killing animals and sprinkle their blood day and night. And that was the only way God could talk to the priest. Okay, when I see blood, like he said in, in Egypt, when I see blood, I will pass out. Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. One day we talk about the mystery of the blood, but something God, 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 something, something does God when it comes to blood. So when he got to Egypt and they put the ball of blood on their pole, the angel of destruction just keep them. So he said, okay, you see this. And if you check every culture in the world, if you are Yoruba, you are very familiar, you are Igbo, you see people offering animals also up till now. Every religion understands the fact that there's something about blood sacrifice. There's something about the art receiving the blood of an animal from you. And when the sacrifice gets to the highest level, like people seeking power at all costs or seeking for wealth, they share the blood of human beings. It is superior to animal blood. So the wealth will multiply. You understand this if you're an African. How will sacrifice people to just make it true? So now think about the blood of God. So Jesus became flesh. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? This is the... So, the voice, everything disappeared. So, Adam, out of the garden, all of a sudden, the sorrows that they could not hear God again. Fellowship ended. And all through the Old Testament. Ah, God was looking. So, in Genesis chapter 15, God told Abraham something. Abraham believed it and God counted his righteousness. It just a mark, mark in heaven. It's righteous. He was looking for an opportunity. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. See, God is just... It will not break its own standard, but you can do something about it. You can tell your son, if you don't pass, I won't give you this job. But you can hire a teacher to train him better. You are still just, because he's still going to write that exam. But now, because you are the father, you are compassionate. You are looking for one more to do to help him pass. But that your righteous nature won't make you bend the rule that he must pass. So God started saying, what do I do? So he said that, I need to, so for the first time, he practiced what he wanted to do with himself, with Abraham. So he told Abraham that your descendants will be as sir. Abraham said, yes, sir. And God said, you know what? This guy is righteous. So he put a garment of righteousness on Abraham. The type that he was going to put through Jesus on every Christian. 
So from that day, God was not seeing Abraham again. Now you begin to understand why. Look at how God longs for fellowship. He came to Abraham's house with two angels. After the finished, the angel left. God was still standing. I, I'm, I'm not saying this. It's as if God feels lonely without man. Look at the heart of the father. The angels left. He still stood with Abraham until Abraham started saying that if you find 40 people there. Now the angels were, those ones were quick to go and destroy Tudor and Gomorrah. Then let's go and pour fire on them quickly. But God stayed back. It's as if he didn't want to go. And Abraham said, okay, what about 30? What about 20? Imagine the Almighty God. It means that you know how many prayer requests have been sent to heaven. Let me go. Let me go and answer all the prayers. It's too there. Abraham got to 10. And the Bible says, initially he was going with the angels. And he said, should I hide my plan from Abraham? Because they didn't tell him before that they were going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. As they were going, his heart fulfilled. His longing fellowship made him, I can't keep secret from this guy. I like him. So he told the angels, you guys, go, go. Then he told Abraham, he said, Abraham, after eating Panayami, do you know where we are going to? We are going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham said, Almighty God, why? I know you are just. You cannot destroy righteous and wicked together. So immediately if you find 50 righteous people there, they too will die with the wicked. And God said, if I find 50, I will spare the city. Oh God. The hearts of the Father. Are you seeing the picture I'm seeing? Can you see that scenario with Abraham? They look like somebody that you, you, we've heard this description on his throne. Mighty, who doesn't need anything, being worshipped by angel, majestic, full of fire. But here he looked vulnerable before Adam. Like a friend. He said, angels, go, 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 leave me and Abraham alone. And he was like, Abraham, so, okay, okay, if I find 30. Abraham said, what about 20? Like a friend. And they were negotiating. And God left. He, he, he was longing for, I need somebody we can, have you read when he said, well, come, let us reason together. There's something. He's been longing for this. And Jesus Christ came to restore this. The first thing Jesus brought righteousness to be able to allow us to fellowship. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9. And I'll close with that. My time is showing one minute. Ten. First Corinthians 1. First Corinthians 1. First Corinthians 1 9. Can you see this? This sums it up. God is faithful by whom you were called to what? Oh God. First John 1. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up your hand briefly on your seat. I ask them to do this for service. Can you just worship? This is how to begin to pray. Say, Father, we thank you. I love you. Say, thank you for making my life beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Just give him praise. Thank you for being interested in me. Oh, I thank you. Say, praise God. Glory to your name. He loves to hear those words. Father, I love you. I love you. Angels can't tell you I love you, but I can tell you I love you. I love you from the depths of my heart. You are everything to me. You mean so much. When you say that, pray in tongues. You mean so much to me. Oh, you, are, you mean more than life to me. Father, I love you. You are wonderful. I worship you. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to request, when the service ends and you get home, continue in this prayer. Find a place to sit on your bed or in your room. And leave. This is how we will get there one day. This is an introduction into how to enter this fellowship powerfully. And this will answer many questions in many hours. This is the best way to hear the voice of God. Anytime I pray like this, it becomes very, very easy to connect. More than when I fast and you are doing a practice praying. All prayers have their own place. But this type, 
almost easily you are there. And you know what shocked me one day? Joyce Mayer said that for every meeting, any meeting I'm having, he said, pray for 15 minutes, I cover the meeting, and mighty things happen in the meeting, 15 minutes. Go and check how she prayed. It will be like what I just told you to do now. Because by strength shall no man prevail. Those who do biribiri cannot match our results. There is something about the one that waits on the Father with your hands on your seat and your fellowship. God says that I prefer this than you commanding me around. As you fellowship, we can talk. I can begin to tell you what I want to do in your life and now you can cooperate with me. I can show you direction. I can tell you things that you need to stop doing. I can direct you. Shall we rise? I have discovered that God just, he just doesn't want to do things in our lives. He wants to get you involved. He wants to talk to you. Sometimes he wants to explain to you the kind of woman he has for you. And it begins one by one. That son, this is why you are not married now. You are going to get married. This is the nature of the family I want to build through you. You come out of your room with absolute understanding. There is no prophet, no pastor, no boy that can talk you otherwise. You know what God wants. You know where the plan is. Others are afraid. You are not afraid. There is a revelation of God's plan. You are not afraid. It tells you clearly. One, one person told me when you are God told you, you, you are going to spend one more year at home. Because when you get to UI, these are the things I will let you do in school. And you need a particular set to do it. So when he was at home for extra one year, there was absolute peace. No tension. He would tell his mom, I'll be in UI next year. God has told me that his next year I will resume UI. Because and when he came, we all saw why God delayed him. All of a sudden, fear is gone. Because your father has explained to you that you don't copy anybody. You can come down from a bike with joy. Because you understand the divine plan. That six months from now, oh, <laughs> glory to God. Your friend is getting married. You are the happiest person there because you know your own plan. That this is April, mine is January next year, and that it will be, it will be taking place in the best hall in Los Angeles, California. And every, you, <laughs> there, there are plans. You understand the plan. You understand. Sometimes he tells you that this business. For the next 12 months, keep doing what you are doing. Don't worry, you are building the foundation. And all of a sudden, next year, somebody's going to come, and that is it. It is true. Oh, glory to God. This morning before service, somebody who is not a leader walked up to me and gave me a word of prophecy. Interestingly, how many years ago when the church was starting, somebody came here and told me also that there will be a particular couple coming to church and these are the things they will do and they are here and they've done those things i got that one many years ago the plan of god causes you to rest it is the only way not to be perturbed by the things going on in the world you know there is a plan you know there is a direction and it happens when we fellowship jesus wants to fellowship every morning brother when you are driving your car don't concentrate on those rough drivers don't be prepared to attack them back Turn it to a time of fellowship. The father loves it. He loves it. What about bring time in the office, creating time? Why don't you make up your mind that you fellowship morning, afternoon, and night? Can you make it like that? Even if it's 15, 15 minutes. When you wake up, you do something. Someone you find time to walk away from everybody in the office and then it's ten in the night before you go to bed. You will see how radically transformed your life will become. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Is someone blessed today? Father, we give you praise. Lift up hands and just worship you. We thank you. We worship you. We give all the glory. All glory to your name. 
blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.